Hello and welcome everybody. Um, we're so glad that you're joining us for our very first ever in all existence open table podcast. Uh, if you recognize my voice, that's uh, probably because you know me. So yeah, I'm Austin and my pronouns are he, him. And we got the wonderful Flower too, who is hosting with me. Hi guys, I am Flower Hughes and I use they, them pronouns. Yeah, we are really excited just to start this endeavor of a podcast. Um, it's definitely a project and it will grow and evolve for sure throughout the future, just like we do. Um, but yeah, this is kind of, you know, we came up with this idea and I, I started talking to Flower just about uh, a way of like keeping us all up to date about that. I don't know, the haps of CCW um, and just letting everyone know all the cool opportunities we have um, through our, our online, through OpenTable, the website, um, and just all the ways that we can actually interact with each other. Um, yeah. One of the kind of funny things that we started thinking about was that even though we're in leadership, like sometimes we hear about something happening in CCW and we're like, I had no idea that we were doing that. That's so cool. I love that we're yeah. doing that. And so if the, like people in leadership like us don't know what's going on. Like surely you guys don't know what's going on either. So <laughs> we wanted to have a place where we talk about all the really amazing things that we are working on, all the amazing things that um, we have as opportunities to connect with people. And I think it's especially important right now as we are completely remote for most of our things to have a, a nice master list of all of the, the things you can get involved in and all the things you can engage with. So Definitely. We're really excited. Definitely. Yeah, we, we're so excited. And far so right. Like, I, I'm, I'm up there. I'm an assistant director. Uh, and I'm assistant director of community. So me more than anyone should really know everything that's going on as far as our community engagement. Um, and even I miss things for sure sometimes. And uh, I, I think doing this is, is great for me just to see all the things y'all are doing. Um, if it's like groups for CCW or just opportunities to like hang with each other, I, I love that stuff and just all of that engagement. Um, so with that, uh, I'd just love to go into the little, in case you missed it section, uh, just all the beautiful things that have happened since the beginning of this absolutely crazy fall semester. Um, we're gonna cover just a lot of, I don't know, the content we've been producing, the gatherings we've been having, Everybody knows about COVID and all the other stuff in the world. So we're going to focus a little bit on what we've been doing. Uh, first, uh, in case you missed it, is the value series that we did, um, where we unpacked uh, all of CCW's values, personal growth, uh, us being organized by friendship, radical inclusivity, general orthodoxy, and practical restoration. Uh, which was just a really great and refreshing thing, uh, I, I think, for our community. And it was really enlightening to me, too, uh, being it was me who talked about practical restoration, just to see the community's response uh, to that. We had a, a quick Zoom call with a couple of our, our key team members, and we're talking about, like, what's our, our favorite value? What's our least favorite value? And I was surprised to find that practical restoration was probably the least favorite by majority. 
I do want to interrupt you there. And yeah, yeah, so okay. this is a little, a little behind the scenes of, of CCW. Our values are not static. They have mm-hmm. changed and evolved through CCW's lifespan, even since I joined yeah. just a couple of years ago. And practical restoration, admittedly, is a little bit new, the way that we are emphasizing it. Restoration has always been an important part of our values, but the fact that we are actually naming practical restoration as an item on our list is uh, more novel than I think people may realize. They haven't you know, been around for a while. So I think mm-hmm. it is possible that on that Zoom meeting, we just all forgot that that was a value, mostly because it's so ingrained in CCW's DNA. Like yeah. we are so for, you know, rebuild, restore, renew, like that's our thing <laughs> that we almost forget that that is a value that we, we think about and that we're centered by. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think that is, that is true. It is a newer wording of one of our, our values, which used to be, I think it was focus on reconstruction is what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, there was a huge era of CCW where we talked about deconstruction and reconstruction. And we all listened to the liturgist nonstop 24 mm-hmm. seven um, which is a beautiful time that I look back to really big time in my life where I was deconstructing and reconstructing. But I, think I really wish new- I had CCW back when I was doing that work. Yeah. It was really right? hard to do on my own. Hilariously. Yeah, I did I, listen to the liturgist even before I, I knew what Methodism was. Yeah. I was, I was very fortunate to, to stumble into CCW at that time in my life. That was super helpful for me. Um, and I, I just think, yeah, people people are new to this idea of what practical restoration is, um, and we're also reformatting that. It, it looked a lot like internal work in the past, and kind of we uh, aren't going to establish our presence and who we are on what we aren't, but what we are instead, mm-hmm. um, which is really great. But now in today's age, we're starting to reword it and focus it towards uh, like racial reconciliation and social justices and also, yes, that internal hard work that happens. Um, so it's it's evolving, and I, I like to see, like you said, like it's it's all static. It's 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 moving around. It's just like, um, and I, I think it's these like micro evolutions each semester of like our values. So yeah, I, I was really just just a single word is changed in one of our our values, and that mm-hmm. can can change the way that it impacts our our life. Yeah, our, our ministry everything and and i've been through that work i've seen it change i think three times now in the five years i've worked for ccw and sometimes literally one semester will change a word will change a a v to an a or something ridiculous and it's like ah that changes everything but uh yeah i was really thankful to have that uh value series going on and i think it was really refreshing and a nice start to the semester for sure Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though it's something that we do, you know, generally every fall semester, just kind of be like, hey, we're CCW, this is what we believe. I have gotten so much out of the series every single time that I have experienced it. Because like we said, our values, <clears throat> our values change and, and evolve as we change and evolve as a ministry. And this is no, no exception. I don't, mm-hmm. Austin, did you just hear that beeping in the background? I did. You can pause and start okay. over if you want. Yeah, we're going to pause and start over. I coughed in the middle of it anyway. Okay, I think it's done. That was my dehumidifier. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah, you can just start over. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I think what I was saying was, uh, I'll just start again. You know, even though I have listened to this series multiple times, because we try to do it around every fall semester, to be like, hey, here we are, CCW. This is what we believe. This is what we're for. Um, every single time I've gotten something new out of it. And, and I think that that is in part because our values have changed and evolved as we as a ministry have changed and evolved. And our, mm-hmm. our needs and our desires have changed. And yeah. that's one thing that I really appreciate about CCW is that the ministry, I mean, definitely this semester, but the ministry even last semester was uh, almost unrecognizable if you compare it to the ministry when I first started. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's so true. And yeah, with that, that series passing comes the next thing, of course. And uh, I I think, yeah, I I also am so excited for this series that we're we're currently in still, but we just transitioned to um, the the grounded series. Uh, What what all what all do you think about that series that we just started? Well, I am definitely partial to it because there's a lot of plant metaphors. And I've mm-hmm. said over and over oh, yeah. again that, that I would just rather be a plant. <laughs> I mean, that's what made this flower. Uh, <laughs> it seems a lot easier. Um, and I also think it's kind of funny, given that a lot of people have taken up gardening recently. I know I have, and spending a lot more time at home has allowed me to pay more attention to my plants. So mm-hmm. uh, the the gardening and plant analogies definitely stick with me well. Um, But I think that it also pairs really nicely with um, some of the things that we're doing. um, Otherwise we, with the different evolves that we are focusing on with our spiritual disciplines that we can do on our own. Those are in many ways, grounding practices. Yeah. I also have really enjoyed the grounded series just because I have been trying to get more grounded in my own life i've been doing a lot of meditation Mm -hmm. and yoga um and i think that that's another thing that i appreciate about ccw is how much we talk about things that are that like i definitely was told when i was like 12 or whatever that yoga is you know the pathway to the devil or that you know wow meditation is like (laughs) i have actually never heard that that's interesting you know and and just things like that and even if they aren't explicitly said it's like yeah. you shouldn't do any practices from those Eastern religions mm-hmm. or from, oh, yeah. you know, from any new agey stuff. Um, but I, I do think that in CCW we embrace that a little bit more. And I, I really appreciate and that. I think it's, I think it's so important this, this series right now, because it's much needed because of all of the, the COVID because of all the unrest happening mm-hmm. in so many different communities, especially marginalized communities right now. Uh, like it, we we need to find ways to ground ourselves. I know, like even me, like a privileged white man, like I, I have been so detached from my body, and like I've needed that groundedness. And like you're saying, like yoga and stuff like that is so helpful. But even like finding our roots in our, our faith and in Jesus and community and stuff that is so, so important um, in this time. Yeah. I've been, uh, I'm taking a couple different classes for my public health major this semester. Um, And one of them I thought was going to be really just a downer and just kind of boring, which is drug abuse and violence prevention, 
which, you know, a super fun thing to take while you already have suffering Definitely. mental health. But it actually has been incredibly interesting to see what things lead people down the path of drug abuse. Because there are plenty of people who use drugs, you know, whether over-the-counter or, or legal or illegal substances that are totally fine, that they never go down the path of drug abuse and addiction. And so one of the things that the author of my textbook was talking about is how important having social ties is in terms of um, the, you know, the outcome of, of drug abuse and addiction. Mm-hmm. That if you have a strong social system, both in your family and in your community, and if you're connected to your identity, you're so much less likely to go down a path that is going to be damaging for you and the people around you. And I think that that can yeah. be extrapolated out to a lot of different things. You know, yeah. I think back to times in my life where I haven't been connected to a community or even connected to myself and how easy it was for me to go down paths that were self-destructive and destructive to the people around me. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things that I'm really thankful for this semester with some of the stuff that we're doing is we're really trying to focus on getting people grounded to themselves and also trying to get people grounded to, to each other because yeah. you know, we are stronger together. Um, mm-hmm. And that, I think, leads really nicely into some of the cool other things that we've been doing, in case you've missed it. Um, yeah. One of the things that has really blessed me is uh, Sydney's community conversations. I mean, oh, yeah. like, go your wife. That honestly has so good. been so good for me. I think it's really incredible how much I have learned about people that I thought I knew pretty well through community mm-hmm. conversations. I mean... I think every single time somebody comes up, you know, whether I know them well or whether I don't, and learn something new about their story and their ideas and, and so much cool stuff about just them as a person and their walk with Jesus. And so this past month, we've had a couple different guests. Um, Jenna recently was talking about uh, her sort of walk to CCW and I really sympathized with her and the mm-hmm. roundabout journey she took to college and or roundabout journey she took to specifically UNF and how that totally led her to CCW. You know, Grace gave some really raw emotional um, testimony, I guess, about some of her relationships and, and yeah. health and that. Ryan had a great conversation with me about being Love raised it. in the church and not necessarily sharing the theology of the church you grew up in. Um, I, you know, every, sing, every single time I learned something new, I didn't know that Ryan's yeah. sister was in was studying to be a minister um, and that mm-hmm. she was gay, you know? And then yeah. Keely had a really lovely conversation about body acceptance. Um, yeah. And, I mean, these are just like snippets of these conversations that have yeah. happened. But well, even what's though beautiful the convers- too is just like this – these conversations, I, I see how Sydney like plans and charts out this stuff. It's not like, oh, we're going to talk about body acceptance or your journey to like mm-hmm. getting into college ministry or your relationships. Like, it's not like that. It, it's always what's on your heart. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that. And then if they bring something up, then it's like it happens. And it's so beautiful. Like mm-hmm. seeing all of this come out of our community and like in a sense, preaching this stuff to us their life experience all this stuff like you learn a bunch of it because it's it's someone you know and it's it's really uh enticing because you're just like i want to hear more about this person's life Mm -hmm. and then you also learn more about yourself through it which is it's just yeah 
great thing. Props to Sid for making this thing yeah. happen too. Honestly, yeah. if I had to say like, this is my favorite thing that we've done recently, like this is kind of my favorite thing that we've done recently, at least mm-hmm. for my personal growth. I mean, like, I think that yeah. there's a lot that is feeding a lot of different people in different ways. But for me, community conversations are something that I look forward to because I, I know that I'm going to get something really good out of it. And I, mm-hmm. not to be like super churchy, but I do feel like I didn't really understand the purpose of like somebody's testimony until yeah. I started hearing yeah. these just pretty natural conversations about people's lives. Um, and I think that we get bogged down in like your testimony that it has to be some, you know, all on the or saw on the road to Damascus and, you know, being struck down blind. I think that your testimony mm-hmm. has more to do with like who you are as a person and, and the journey that has brought you to the point that you are now and the Definitely. journey that's before you. Yeah. And like this radical conversion moment, which I think mm-hmm. a lot of people define your, your testimony as. Yeah. And I mean, that to, to cheesily segue this, like talk about testimony we have deep gospel that's been going on and that that is the real preaching right there like that was amazing i i had a conversation uh a while ago with allison cam and Haley on deep gospel and it was just so enlightening uh, speaking in those spaces and it's just a, a great way to get like a direct like uh view at all the different perspectives like immediately right then and there um and just hear all that can come out of one scripture or one like short phrase. Um, I always love that stuff because like I, I love poetry and I love taking like the small line and a piece of poetry and reading it over and over again until it has like different meanings each time. And like yeah, seeing short that poems. everything. Like, short poems are my favorite category of, of poetry. Like at, at, give me like a paragraph or less. Yeah. Yeah. At face value, it's just like, okay, cool. This is, this is whatever. Like, yeah. But then you look at it again and it's like, wait a second, this could mean this. Does this mean this? And then it's like, can this mean this? Can I just have it mean this for me? Like, so I, I think it's beautiful, beautiful, especially like in the Psalms, but there's so many other places in the Bible that, that speak to, uh, to that kind of type form of dissection of scripture. Yeah. So we've been working through the Gospel of Matthew recently, and I do want to highlight just a couple of of the cool guests that we have had on Deep Gospel recently. Um, If you don't know, it's sort of the format is that we have some CCW people, and then we have a kind of special guest that comes on. This has often been uh, alumni from CCW or pastors in the area or just really incredible people in the Methodist community. So Recently, um, actually, I think it was just this past day, technically on the day that we're recording, um, mm-hmm. this past episode, uh, we had Reverend, Reverend Emily Knight, who is a lovely human being. Um, yes. and she was on, fun fact, when she was on a parental leave for having a child last year, um, I got to preach at her church. She let me preach at her church mm-hmm. in her stead, so... She'll always have a special place in my heart that she trusted me enough to do that. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't, but she did. And then uh, Stella Painter, another wonderful, wonderful human being in my life. Um, 
was on recently as well. And then we have alumni like Cameron Garrett, um, mm-hmm. kind of speaking to the purpose of CCW is that we are equipping people to move on to the next yeah. part of their life. Cameron is currently in seminary at Candler, um, and we are supporting his call to ministry um, as his home church as CCW. So it's really cool to see people come back and, and kind of talk about their experiences after CCW. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in addition to some of these really uh, like spiritually focused things that we're doing, we're also doing some just really fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. I, we have a couple of different small groups going on. Um, Brooke, in her infinite wisdom, has uh, continued her Bible and Breathe gatherings at UNS. Um, socially distanced with masks, of course, and it's all outside if the weather permits. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only gotten to attend a couple of those before the outbreak of COVID-19, but they are really incredible. She practices a, uh, or I guess we practice a form of scripture reading called Lectio Divina. Pretty sure I said that wrong, wrong, but I don't know. Brooke will correct me really nicely in her sweet little voice. Uh, another cool thing that is following a different spiritual practice is the Inspired Insight small group. Um, I didn't know anything about this. Uh, I'm not personally in the group, but Haley was telling me that they follow St. Ignatius's prayer practice of something called examine. And it's not spelled like examine like we would in English. I think it's like a specific thing, um, but it has to do with uh, being present in your prayers and really focusing on some kind of different sections of prayer. Neil has a small group that he affectionately calls the Bible boys. Um, and Amazing. We have a couple more small groups even starting and we'll talk about that a little bit later when we look at yeah. the upcoming month. But yeah. if you are interested in getting involved with a small group, um, your contact point is our incredible Reverend Haley. Um, you can just message her on Facebook, um, or if you want to contact one of us, we can give you her phone number um, if you want to get involved in one of these kind of uh, small groups. In addition to these, we also had our first kind of failure of a Netflix party. Um, <laughs> I 100% I just want to 100% blame Facebook. So I posted the link to the Netflix party, but Facebook decided that only I got to see it, which doesn't really help when you're trying to watch a movie with people. So our next Netflix party will be in two Fridays. So the Friday that this comes out, the next Friday after it will be our next Netflix party. And I think mm-hmm. we'll, we'll probably try to go for Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, I mean, great that's just, movie. That's just yeah. classic. You got to. If you haven't seen that, you definitely have to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. If you missed any of those, I'm so sorry. But there's a lot of that that's actually on Open Table. So if you're wanting to search for our Grounded series messages or our Value series messages or Deep Gospel, you can go right over to Open Table website um, and find all of that there. So. Yeah, you might have missed it right when it came out, but we still all have all of that content and you can watch that or listen to it and talk with us about it. Uh, so this next section is kind of the, uh, the, the content pieces that were uniquely in this time, something that's not going to really happen again. And 
also something that's just like needs to be highlighted about like this last few months uh, that we've been through. Uh, of course, I'm going to talk about uh, the other podcast that I do because I love it so much and I want y'all to listen to it because there's so much in it to offer you. Uh, we had a conversation, uh, Sarah and I, with Troy about inclusive worship. Uh, and that was just such a great conversation. It was one of those conversations where I entered the conversation and honestly didn't know everything that I was going to learn from it. Uh, and just all of the, the beautiful wisdom Troy had about how to get plugged into places that are more inclusive, what to do if you're, you're at a church where it's like, it's your people, but it's not inclusive in a way. It's not uh, singing songs that glorify the people that Jesus loves. It's not, uh, maybe it's sticking strictly to like he, him pronouns for God, or it's that kind of old schooly uh, hymns of worship where uh, it's kind of just shame ridden and guilty. Um, but even more than that, just talking about leadership and all the, the different resources out there is just a, a wonderful, wonderful conversation. Um, we also had a, a conversation with Jess um, on inclusive education. And that one, I am not going to lie. I almost cried for that one because there is just seeing and hearing from Jess, like the corruption that is kind of in the education system and the ways one they need more funding so they can do more stuff but two like these kids have been treated in a way like mm -hmm. oh my god it's it was heart-wrenching like she uh, had a conversation with her kids like one-on-one -on -one, where she asked them uh what can i be doing better what's something you don't want me to do and like what's something you want to hear more of uh so something like that and ask each of her students all of this and again and again, each of these students would just say that they didn't want to be called stupid. Like they didn't want to be called stupid by their teachers. And it's like, Oh my God. Like what teachers are calling them stupid. That makes me so mad. <laughs> it's so sad. And it's like, why is that happening? But so that was enlightening for me where I'm just like, wow, these kids like being raised like this, that's, that's rough. But also just seeing everything that Jess is doing to make it a better space, getting books, that are far more inclusive and extensive on history that usually schools don't teach about or books about uh, people in the LGBTQ plus uh, community and educating people about that or questions about like body image or whatever it is like, and having all of these books on the shelf for them to take at any time and keep. Um, and just having a classroom where people who are differently abled are able to be in this space and not feel uncomfortable and to learn to the best capacity that they can to be able to stand around and pace in the back or something, if that's how they need to like cooperate with listening and stuff and making that a normal thing in the classroom. It was oh, a beautiful conversation. And I am so thankful just, that we have teachers like Jess out there. Right. Because oh. they are so needed. And, and I love how focused on inclusivity so many individuals in our, our community are. Um, you know, everything from Caleb, who is working so hard to make our, all of our stuff accessible yes. to deaf and hard yeah. of hearing individuals or anyone who needs captioning for any reason. Um, 
that's been a really beautiful thing that has kind of in some ways come out of being completely remote is that we are actually able to pre-record things and caption those things um, beforehand, which is not something we could obviously do with a, a mm-hmm. live in-person um, activity. Um, Renard, who is always thinking about, you know, the least of these, I, I just adore how each part of our community works together in these different areas to try to make our space more and more accepting yes. and inclusive and affirming of every single person possible. Yeah. And that's really mm-hmm. our goal. It, it, yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. Just, yeah, this, this podcast might just turn into affirming all of y'all uh, who are listening and who aren't listening, but just everyone <laughs> in the community, just like y'all do so much. And honestly, you do make up what CCW is today. You are the reason that CCW is what it is today. And like, you can be super, super involved or not, but like the way our, uh, it's not even a hierarchy. The way our system works is y'all are at the front. You are at the top Mm -hmm. of this pyramid and like are calling the shots for all of this. So thank y'all, you know, for being you and doing all this stuff. Uh, We could literally just like go down the list of names of every single person who is in CCW, whether you are a leader, whether you're a student, whether you're a fellow, whether you're a student leader, an intern, whatever, and just like say all of the incredible things because all of you are amazing and all of you are doing such beautiful things. You know, even if you aren't directly involved with the Mm -hmm. ministry, your presence is so valuable. Um, You know, I think about things like after the live where I've gotten to meet some, some new students and and their contributions to the conversation have been so great i don't want to call anyone out because i don't want to like embarrass you and scare you yeah. away from ccw but <laughs> if i've been in an after the live with you i've really enjoyed the conversations that we've had and i'm sorry mm-hmm. that most of the time it just devolves to me and ryan arguing about some stupid thing <laughs> <laughs> amazing but i appreciate that you still come anyway yeah we appreciate Ryan too. Uh, you're so oh, yes. my dude. <laughs> I, so, so I, I read a book recently. It's a bit of a tangent, but I, I read a book recently um, from one of my favorite podcasters. And he was talking about uh, basically the, the platinum rule is what he's termed it, that the golden rule mm-hmm. doesn't cover everything because some people don't want to be treated the way that you want to be treated. And so he was yeah. telling this story about two brothers uh, who were just could not connect with each other. And one really thrived off of conflict and arguments in a relationship. And he felt connected that way. And the other felt attacked and would withdraw whenever his brother argued with him. And he had to step back and be like, wait a second, this is the problem. You are treating him like you want to be treated and you are treating mm-hmm. him like you want to be treated. But that's not how each other wants to be treated. And I came to the realization that I think that Ryan and probably me, honestly, at least a little bit, do connect based off of arguing with each other. (laughs) Yeah. That's fantastic, honestly. Such a great connection there. Yeah. Well, another uh, really great thing that we started uh, and it's, it's been just a good opportunity to somewhat be in person during this time. Uh, it's been our open table worship. Um, we had our first one 
uh, just a little bit ago, and it was so great. It was incredible. Uh, we all set up in uh, Pastor Haley's backyard. We got a tent out and some lawn chairs and towels and just worshiped together. We had our masks on. We're socially distant. Um, got to catch up with everybody, but it was such a good time and, and much needed for me. And I, I, I'd assume it's much needed for everyone else who was there. Um, but it, yeah, it was really great. The worship was incredible. Uh, Maddie uh, talked about being grounded and how we're originally good and just ways to pursue that groundedness and our original goodness. And it was an incredible talk. Um, it was a great, honestly, bite-sized gathering. Uh, it's probably the best way to put it. And it was just so intentional all of the time. Uh, so I, I, I'm excited about all of those to come and that we're doing that um, for those of us who are okay with coming out and wearing masks and being distant. Um, so that's just been a, a great opportunity uh, just to get out of the Zoom calls for a little bit and uh, see the outdoors, get some some vitamin D and like be together. So that, w- that was a really great time. Yeah, I, I am so excited about this opportunity for people to actually see each other um, in just a really casual space, but a really safe space, um, being outdoors. And especially with the weather getting a little cooler, we hopefully are going to get to do more and more of these and have more and more opportunities to connect with people. Um, mm-hmm. One of the other really beautiful connection pieces that I think definitely follows with some of our goals of having creating community is also being able to be connected with yourself and your own spiritual experience. And that really is exactly what our evolves this semester are themed based on. They're based on, on spiritual practices that you can do just on your own because we're not able to see each other. I mean, I know that I, on Sunday morning, I'm sitting out on my screen and porch watching a live stream of church making communion out of whatever bread-like material I have in my house at the time. Mm -hmm. I think that last week my mom and I took communion uh, with tortilla and uh, raspberry liqueur. (laughs) So incredible. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a little bit out there in terms of. Got to improvise and adapt. But you know, all that to say our, our evolve in September was on prayer. Mm hmm. And that was a really incredible thing. That's also up on Open Table if you have, uh, if you missed it or if you want to rewatch it. Um, I guess I, one of the things that's kind of interesting about Austin and I's roles. Do you just hear the cat? He's great. He's he's perfect. He can be in the podcast for sure. All right, the cat just came to visit. She's going to tell us a little bit about how she likes it too. Hi, baby. Oh my god. Hi. Ah. Uh, Anyway, one of the things that's kind of interesting about Austin and I's roles is that we um, kind of see each side of Evolve. So Austin is definitely more involved with the actual production and presentation of Evolve. Well, I just kind of get to sit and be a student and experience it. So um, other than briefly talking with a couple of people involved in the production, I had no idea what our Evolves were going to look like. And I didn't mm-hmm. know it was going to be in our little goodie bags. Uh, so it was very yeah. fun to like go get a goodie bag and just like explore. Yeah. Um, I, I still have mine. That's great. Right next to me. Um, so I guess I, I can just go through it and talk about some of the cool things. Um, 
if you yeah. did not receive a goodie bag for Evolve, please, 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 please fill out the registration that we are going to have a link to in a variety of places. I'll be happy mm -hmm. to be posting it on my personal Facebook. It's going to be all over our different socials. Um, I'm not going to say it's going to be on open table, but probably will be on open table too. There'll just be a lot of different places. Please make sure that you fill that out. So we can yeah, you getting the bag. All of these fun activity things. Yeah, it just enhances Evolve for sure. It's it's really great just to participate alongside of all the other things going on in Evolve. I discovered I still have candy in my goodie bag that I haven't eaten, so I might eat Amazing. that. <laughs> so one of the things in Evolve that I really appreciated were these little worksheets. I'm showing them to the camera on Zoom as if the people experiencing this <laughs> are like, going oh, yeah, to see I it. No, <laughs> the little worksheets um, of different prayer practices, because I don't know about you, Austin, but for me, I have a really hard time focusing when I'm praying. So having oh, yeah, something to do while I'm praying has been so helpful. So we got candles and we made the probably terrible decision to give lighters to <laughs> a bunch of college-age <laughs> young adults. Um, but you got to... One of them is a candle prayer. Another is a visual prayer where you draw what you're talking about or draw what you're thinking about and praying about. And then um, one prayer practice that I actually learned about relatively recently is prayer labyrinths. Mm -hmm. The first interaction that I ever had with these was actually one of the times that I, I feel like Austin and I got to know each other when we went to an annual conference. Yeah. Um, that was a and that was a very big prayer labyrinth too. It was a very big prayer labyrinth. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that one filled up a gigantic room, but this one is just printed on a piece of paper. You follow it either with your finger or with a colored pencil or you know pen or whatever you have on hand. Um, and in each of the different swirls of the labyrinth, you think about a different thing that you want to pray on. Mm -hmm. And so I loved how these prayer activities. I hate to call them activities because they're like prayer spiritual disciplines but you know they are sort of like little little Sunday school activities um, give you a chance to put action with your thoughts and your prayers mm -hmm. that was definitely my favorite part of the wall plus yeah. we got candy <laughs> definitely a big plus with the candy uh, yeah I, I I loved the ball I think it was beautiful and I loved being a part of just making it happen for sure. And uh, also watching Sid just plan all of this out, which is just a great thing. Um, by far, my favorite part was collaborating with Jenna, which was creating the music behind the prayer practices, the mess, not the message, the, uh, uh, like the prayers, the benedictions, the call to worship. And we just like made music that, went along with the feeling of whatever the, the uh, practice was that we were yeah. writing behind. And that was just a wonderful part of like really feeling the, the spirit of prayer uh, as we prepared for Evolve. And it was just a really great time. And of course I loved being a part of the worship uh, and participating in Evolve, of course, but that, by far it takes it like just creating that music was so much fun. And so it was so intentional again. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm so excited for the next one that we actually do. I am so impressed by the, like, I don't want to make it all about aesthetics, but I am so impressed by the 
production value, like, change that we have had since we've had to go remote. Like, I was looking at some of our gatherings from the beginning of being remote where we were literally filming on somebody's phone in Derek's living Mm -hmm. room. And that's where the audio was, too. And it sounded really bad. And it looked kind of bad because it was just this brand new phone video. So now contrasting it with our absolutely beautiful evolved Mm -hmm. setup where we were in the parlor at San Marco Church, which is just a cool space anyway with the Mm -hmm. beautiful music that was happening. Man, Jenna is such a blessing. I hate to like call people a blessing because that sounds so cliche, but genuinely Jenna has blessed our ministry and our music so much. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like just the, yeah, the violin and everything, but also just like, yeah, in the community and stuff, even like tabling one time, she she just, Mm -hmm. yeah, all incredible. Yeah. I like every single time somebody knew, at least to me in CCW, because I, I was a little, came a little bit before her. Every si- mm-hmm. single time somebody new comes to CCW and they make such incredible waves and, and have such contributions to the ministry and such value in our just personal lives. I literally can't even imagine a time without them. Like, I can't yeah. believe that there was a time where we didn't have Jenna in our ministry. I can't believe that there wasn't a time when we didn't have Maddie in our ministry. Like, I can't mm. believe that, that there was ever a time where we survived without these people. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I guess, I guess that wraps up kind of our, our main section. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the one thing I, I definitely want to talk about is just uh, all the stuff that you and I are excited for. Uh, just this month, this October that we're going into, this spooky season. Um, Oh, man. Tangent, but I am sad about Halloween. I love Halloween so much. So let me tell you the saddest story about Halloween so you can be even more sad. Okay, that sounds great. (laughs) Last year, we always have a Halloween party in CCW. So last year we had a costume party, and I was a little late putting my costume together. But my original plan was to be a plague doctor. I had Mm -hmm. to scrap that because I couldn't get shipping fast enough for the plague doctor mask. So I ended up being a flower child, which was, you know, excellent and ironic and incredible. So I thought, okay, next year, next year, I'm going to be a plague doctor because I love medical history, all of the crazy cures that we tried to used to help people that mostly just hurt them you know everything mm-hmm. from bloodletting to giving people mercury oh, to like my yeah. favorite my favorite cure for the black plague was to just strap a live chicken underneath your arm and wait what? for the chicken to die and if wow. the chicken died before you did you'd be cured of the plague <laughs> So I really I wanted to like. Thing. I really wanted to just walk around and tell people all these like fun, crazy facts about you know medical history and all of the weird yeah. things that we have done to try to treat people's illnesses and ails. Um, and then we had a global pandemic, and now I feel like it's yeah. a little too on the nose to be a plague doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's such a I may have to wait. Yeah. For a little while. <laughs> this it'll, it'll be a weird spooky season, but it'll still be spooky. I'll just have some spooky movie marathons and eat candy at home. You can hey, you can take those evolve packages that you sign up for for sure, and 
eat that candy, you know? There it is. Yeah. That's the trick-or-treating. <laughs> I mean, oh it sort God. of feels like trick-or-treating. It's like a little yeah. a little trick-or-treat bag. Definitely. It probably won't make it very spooky, but... Yeah. Um, but we do have some other cool things happening in October that you can look forward to. Definitely. If you are also sad about Halloween, like we are. Yeah. One of the big ones, which we want to, you know, plug those packets again, um, is mm-hmm. our next Evolve, which is going to be on October 1st, which is less than a week uh, away from when you will be hearing this podcast. Uh, so make sure that you it was find actually, that link you mentioned earlier. It was actually moved to the 8th, too. Uh, so it will oh, be October okay. 8th. Um, yeah. So it is approximately yeah, we'll two weeks away. <laughs> yeah. It is approximately two weeks away. Maybe we should just restart that. Just make it okay. easy. Yeah, we can do that because it's the next section. So I guess just yeah, lead okay. into the next section. One of the things that we're really excited about that is happening in October is our next Evolve, which is going to be on the spiritual discipline of fasting. And it is going to be on October 8th. So mm-hmm. make sure if you are hearing this podcast before then, you Follow that link to the sign up for the Evolve goodie bags um, and somebody will reach out to you and coordinate where, when and where to, to get that to you. We really want every yeah. single person who is attending Evolve to get that packet because it's such an important part of connecting us to each other in a physical way, in a really grounded way. Yeah. And I will say I've heard some of the planning for uh, what's going to be going on for the fasting of all. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm very excited. Um, it's a little different than what you'd expect. So uh, yeah, come willing and ready to, to learn some spiritual disciplines and some practices that you can implicate in your life. I will say that um the very first CCW event that I ever went to was an evolve also on fasting. It was held at JU. Um, Mm -hmm. and and that was like, so like part of me is just like, it's like the first time I came to CCW. I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. it's going to be different, but you know, if that evolve was anything to go on, this evolve is going to be so nurturing and healing and filling for you which I think is sort of ironic given that most of the time when we talk about fasting is talking about giving something up, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know what the message is going to be, but for me <laughs> understanding f- fasting as not just abstaining from bad things, but also gaining good things totally yep. changed my perspective on fasting. Yep. Yeah. I, I just, I'm remembering that, uh, that evolve at JU too. That's when we broke out into small groups. Uh, mm-hmm. And you were in my small group too. And we were like all talking about it and stuff. That was, that was so great. And your mom was there too, I think. Yeah. 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 That's the story of how, you know, I brought my mom to a college ministry event, but everyone so was great. so good and, and yeah. welcoming and lovely to her. And it was my so mom great. was like, every single time I talk about my mom with someone from CCW, they're just like, your mom is so great. And I'm like, I know so my mom cool. is the best. Mom is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else are we excited about? Oh, well, we got some other stuff going on. We have uh, Derek's going to be doing some How's Your Soul check-ins, 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. on Wednesdays, which is just a great way to, uh, I don't know, replenish your soul in a way and to kind of 
just be in a space where you can be intentional about checking in with yourself. And who better to do that than Derek, who is uh, notorious for asking, how's your soul? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, if yeah, you so- want to join along, 9am and 5pm on Wednesdays, and that's definitely going to be a good time. Yeah, kind of the format of it is, is sort of like how he might take you to coffee and, and ask, how's your soul? Um, but now we're going to kind of practice that in a communal way with these check-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Last week, Renard and I were the ones who showed up, mostly because I had a dream that was where God told me to do it. That's a little bit of a weird story, but yeah. I genuinely okay. had a dream that I went to it and I attended it. And it was really good. And Derek laid down some truth, but I couldn't remember what the truth was. So I had to attend. Man, y'all, y'all got to go now. We got yeah, some so, prophecy going on. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> so God told me to tell you that going to Derek's house your soul check-ins are good and will be good for you. There you um, go. We have some other really cool things that are starting up some different small groups. Um, I literally, while we're recording this podcast, I got a message from Gus on Facebook about the D and not podcast D and D small group that he is uh, starting, which I'm really excited mm-hmm. about. I love D and D. Such a nerd. I have it's I have so way too many D and D dice, so I'm really excited yeah. to actually get to use them. And that'll uh, be online too, so anyone yeah. can join that pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So if you are interested in that, um, if you're like, man, I love D and D play it so bad i you know my my group hasn't been meeting recently because of covid and reach out to gus on facebook or you can reach out to Haley. she's sort of the master of all small groups and she can get you connected um another sort of social thing that we have that we're actually going to be starting for real this time i promise i'll post the link right is more netflix parties um we are going to do netflix parties on the second and fourth fridays of the month at 7 p.m so make sure that you have the Netflix party extension downloaded on your browser. It's very easy. It's free. You don't have to do anything other than just download it and add it to your Chrome, or I think there are other extensions too. Chrome is probably the easiest. And then follow the link that I post that Facebook will actually post this next time, I promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll also be continuing with our open table worships. Uh, so if you are wanting some... Uh, in-person worship and a message, then that's a beautiful time to do that. And that's on Mondays at 5 p.m. Keep just a lookout on our Facebook page and you'll be updated with all that stuff. If not Facebook, we also have it on our Insta stories. Um, so I'm, I'm of course, really excited about that because I love in-person worship. Um, yeah. But uh, other than... What's that? The yeah, last thing that we're looking forward to is our next open table podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Which That's is where we do this all over again, but we talk about what's happening in October or what has happened in October and looking forward to November. Um, yeah. We're hoping to get some more stuff into the podcast, looking forward, some clips and in, uh, more information about these different things that are yeah. going on, but we are so excited to be here. Well, I don't know. I can't speak for Austin. I'm really excited to be here. I've been I, looking I am forward excited to this. as well. I and I'm also <laughs> just excited about the evolution of this and just mm-hmm. y'all being along for the ride. You know, uh, I, I'm excited to highlight other things that are going on in CCW and there's some sample yeah. clips and stuff like that in here, so y'all can be like, "Oh, that's interesting," and then I can be like, "Go to Open Table. That's where it's at. And that's where literally all your community is going to be at." So. 
Yeah. And the other thing that I would want to maybe mention about that is that we're hoping to interview some people who have been in maybe this, these small groups or been to these events or participated in the online live streams. So if you are interested in talking about something, it can be anything that you thought was really cool or really great or that you want to talk about, please reach out to us. We'll be reaching out to a couple different people to, to get different perspectives. And if we miss something on this list, please tell us. Yeah. Because we probably definitely. did miss something. Because there's so much going on. <laughs> there's so much going on. There yeah. is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Keep, keep us up to date if there's something we missed or if there's something you want to see. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you have something you want to bring to the table, I mean, you can tell anyone in CCW about that. But sure, tell us, you know, and we can get you hooked up with a, a way of leading whatever it is you want here because again y'all steer this thing y'all are the mm-hmm. the changers in ccw so yeah well thank y'all so much for listening to us just talk and and chill i hope it's been a, a good listen for you i hope it's been informative hearing all of the beautiful stuff that we've been working on and seeing and producing um also, thank you everyone on the team who's working through this stuff, who does the, the Sunday gatherings and literally everything else. I won't go down the line because there's so many different roles and different hats we're wearing. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, with that, we'd love to see you uh, at our next one, the first Friday of next month, which is the 6th. Is it the 6th? I think it is the 6th uh, of November. So if I'm wrong at that, Flower will look it up right now. I am going to look it up. Yes, the 6th of November. Awesome. Cool. Well, we look forward to seeing you at the next one. It might look a little different or should I say sound a little different. Um, Yeah. See you all.